<laughs> Say hello. Get this the is food out of your mouth. No, no, I mean sozies. Right. <laughs> welcome everyone. Welcome back to Limitless Mind, Limitless Body. Um, this is the Understanding You series. And we've got Tracy Livingston, Dr. Tracy Livingston back with us this afternoon. Um, today she's gonna be um, giving us twenty things that if you do now are gonna change your health straight away. Twenty things 20. is really impressive to be able to rattle off. So what made you come up with this list? Well, last year, I have to say, it was a bit of a sad year because I kept <coughs> all my friends, not my friends, people I knew, um, got cancer and were dying. And I just looked around and I thought they are just doing the wrong things over and over and over. So even when they got really sick, they still kept doing the wrong things. And I... And these things are simple things, you know, like obviously when people get really sick, you know, they they do need extra special care. But on a day-to-day -day basis, everything you do makes a difference to your health. And if every day you do consistently bad things, then you will have consistently bad health. So not really doing things to help yourself. No. And so I had, you know, a friend got cancer and you know she had bowels cut out and all sorts of things and I mean I just remember going around to their place and looking in their fridge going well how's this <laughs> <one thing?"> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what can I do here you know and you right. offer to help and uh, people actually to be honest we're not that interested some people just don't know they just don't have the knowledge don't have the background yeah. mm. you know it's how we brought up it's what we used Old to mm. yeah yep. and that's why that's when it came to me i thought gosh if i could tell someone 20 things that 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 would change their health today so i don't see them you know die of cancer you know in five or ten years time i thought that would be a good thing so i i put together this list and then i was going to do presentations and then COVID arrived and then i thought oh i'll do it online mm. and then i you know, COVID was kind of crazy, so I didn't get there either. Oh, yeah. And now and here we are. I'm here talking to you lovely people. Drinking awesome. cider. <laughs> <laughs> in the afternoon. Okay. It's pretty, so what's your it's first pretty dangerous. Okay, so these are no particular order. So there is not one better or worse than the other, but some are easier than others. So I think of the 20 easy things you can do tomorrow to change your health. But they're not always that easy. So I'm just going to start with one of the worst. And this is um, fluoride. <coughs> fluoride is actually highly carcinogenic. It's neurotoxic. It's a developmental toxin. It just has so many negative effects. And we have been so, mm, been I guess, propagandized. Like yeah. Right. And our teeth. For our yeah. teeth. It's good for your teeth. Well, actually, there is no, fluoride has no positive function in your body. Mm. It's actually really destructive to pioneer as well. Well, yeah, that's, so, you hear that. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. so it so, destroys the lining of the pineal. So the thing is, fluoride has become ubiquitous. So you have to work quite hard to get it out of your life. So in 50% of the New Zealand population has fluoridated water. So they either have to go looking for non-fluoridated non -fluoridated water or they have to get a booty filter and filter it out. <clears throat> so that's one thing that you can do, you know, or you can just get the nice, you know, New Zealand spring water, but that gets expensive. 
but that's beyond the scope of this discussion. It's quite doable though, I've actually mm. started buying my own water and mm. so I'm not using tap water at all and it's quite doable. Mm. Well if you live yeah. in Tarong you just go up um, Route 29 on top of the Kaimais yeah. there and, and get, the, get the spring water off well, the top of Kaimais. We, we don't have fluoride in our water here, we have chlorine yeah. which mm. is has its own toxicity which I'm <coughs> not even going to talk about <laughs> but some people would say chlorine is an issue mm. and and I haven't included it in this list because it's that's a whole new level. But we have to look at um, non-fluoridated toothpaste, bearing in mind that fluoridated toothpaste, the fluoride works as an antibacteria, so bacteria side. So then you, it's good to get a really high quality mouthwash to to do what the fluoride has been doing. Does that make sense? <coughs> so I use a red seal toothpaste. It's yeah, lovely. I've had it sent yeah. over to me in Ireland. Off actually <laughs> as well. so, but fluorides in tea tea is very high in fluoride so if mm. you're drinking several cups of tea a day sorry Paula black tea in particular oh. but all tea is a, it's, a bi, it's a dynamic accumulator of fluoride so if the, if the wow. soil is high in fluoride the highest fluorides are in the Kenyan tea because Kenya so, Kenyan soil is super high in fluoride so what you're getting then is um, arthritic conditions and changes in the bone. So any uh, there's certain places in India, Kenya, and a few other places around the world that are super high in fluoride, and you get these incredible bony changes. Skeletal mm. fluorosis, it's called. It's terrible. So I know when I was in Ireland, a cup of tea was the remedy for everything, and yeah. mm. and yeah. anywhere you go, it was tea, tea, tea. Yep. So they the countries with um, high tea intake as well as fluoridated yep. water are, yep. are could yep. but, but also, also depression as well. You, yeah. you know, it's a depressive state because mm. you know, if you're looking at the, the come back to pineal, there, it's the biggest store of serotonin in the brain, mm. biggest storage area. Um, the lining of it is is destroyed by by fluoride, so we can't mm. visualise mm. uh, very easily. Um, dr- dreaming isn't as clear critical and, and thinking. Yeah, yeah that, <coughs> that you know, and yeah. um, you know all those sides of things. Mm. So. so certainly in Ireland, because you've got one side of Ireland is fluoridated and the other side is non-fluoridated. Mm. And the cancer differences between the two are enormous. Really? Is it significant? Yes. I hadn't seen that. Highly significant. So if you look at Declan War's Declan War, he is Irish. Um, he's a hydrologist, I think, by trade. But he's done a ton of work, a ton of work on the toxicity of fluoride, its effects on the genes, mm. cancer, cancer ca- carcinogenicity of fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so he's, you know, he's a world authority at the moment. Um, a world authority that people aren't listening to. Nobody mm. is listening it's to Declan Moore. Travesty. So be aware with fluoride, it's also in um, like soft drinks or beer. So anything that's made in a town that has fluoridated water is probably also. So you have to be a little bit (coughs) sneaky about this and really look at what am I drinking, what am I eating, Yeah. uh, if you want to really move it out of your life. Um, So you can cut down on heaps of it. Oh, yeah. Which is better than not cutting down on anything. Because it's bioaccumulative. Yeah. How do you flush it out the system? (coughs) Oh, um, I think one of the main things is to just stop shoving it in, mm. uh, and it will naturally uh, detox. But there's, um, I don't know, that's beyond the scope of my 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 talk. Probably, you probably um, probably find that the the, the heavy metals, anything mm. that gets sort of heavy metals, anything that gets rid of you know, helps with fungal yeah. fungal infections and bacteria. Well, and Declan Moore came to it through um, his wife 
kept having um, miscarriages, so she was. They were infertile, basically. No, this is public knowledge. Um, <laughs> and he also had um, severe um, tendonitis and mm. in his shoulders. It was in agony for a year or two. And basically, the moment they stopped fluoridated water, his symptoms started to to relieve. So I think it it can actually the body starts clearing it out naturally. Cool. So, so what? So my my next, next my next anti my next bugbear is microwave ovens. Mm, let's murder that food. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the what happened was they irradiate food and that actually changes the molecular structure. So it looks like food. It tastes like food. It doesn't actually work like food in your mm. body. It works like a poison. So uh, and even uh, previously, I think what happened was they were microwaving um, milk, you know, to mm. feed to a baby, yeah. and you know the baby just dies. And you're like, what the hell? Um, I remember the other story was a nurse putting blood in the microwave oven to warm it up, and the and the patient also died immediately. So what? good grief! Seriously. It's a story. It's an anecdote. I have no evidence to back that up. Yes, not. What we do have is a lot of Russian. Ever, you know, the the Russian scientists were looking into the microwave ovens, and they came up with a lot of data. Yeah. That said. It's not a good idea. And the reason I choose it is it's because it's ubiquitous. You go into someone's house and there's a microwave oven. And mm. so yeah, I use one. I use it for eating my milk. <laughs> That's about it. You're murdering oh, it. Maybe do porridge, maybe. Okay, all right. Which leads us on to? Oh, dairy. And milk. Dairy and milk. Now, I love dairy. I'm a good kiwi chick and I was brought up on butter and cream and yum yogurt and all that Ice stuff. Ice cream. Yum. Ice cream. And yet, when you look at the data, it's not necessarily good. So... Um, milk is high in hormones so there's a woman uh, Dr Jane Plant who was suffering from she had breast cancer and she had it cut out and radiated and this and that and all the rest and it came back and then that was all cut out and then it came back and she's like what am I doing wrong and you know she had this perfect diet and she had she was doing you know what everything you think right and then she thought well, what she's she's actually an epidemiologist hmm. and she thought well who doesn't have cancer like who doesn't suffer from from cancer or breast cancer in the world and she found a you know she went to the chinese population and she went actually they've got next to no breast cancer and she said what do they do different and she went well actually they don't drink any dairy and she said i was on so little dairy at the time, like a couple of tablespoons of yogurt, mm. yogurt a day. She's English, so she was taking yogurt, not yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so she stopped all dairy, and within a day, oh yeah, and she was having these lumps just growing out of her neck. And within a, a week or so, the lumps started to disappear. And after a few, a month or two, they were all gone, and she was clear. And she thought, what in the world is going on? So she researched and wrote a book called. You can... Your health is in your hands. No, your life is in your hands. Dr. Janet Plant. Anyway, fantastic. So she goes into all the hormonally-based issues with milk. So the insulin-like growth factors, they're called insulin-like growth factors because they cause growth. Because what do you do when you're little and you drink milk is you grow. Mm. But when you stop growing... um, you don't need those factors anymore. So they go into other things. And one of them is tum- tumorigenic. 
so that was the start of it and there's other things now that's that book's <coughs> that's weird um, something just fell down it's okay <laughs> uh, so the um, the health the health effects of milk so there's other factors as well so it's high you know in certain kinds of sugars and and you know buds and things bacteria will stick to those sugars and make it more um, make the cells more susceptible to the, to infections like that um, there is the the normal hormones that of cows mm. you know growth hormones and all those other things so um, so you're getting a few things. You're getting um, sort of arthritic conditions, the pro-inflammatory conditions, but you're getting this big hit of hormones as well, which and cause which cause the problems. But what cancer. surprises me about milk is that it's pretty low in available calcium, which is why we all drink it. And you know, yeah. lettuce will give you more calcium than a glass of milk. Yeah, and if you actually want chocolate, though, the highest yeah. <laughs> the highest <laughs> source of bioavailable calcium is tahini. Yeah, sesame seeds. <coughs> sesame. Mm-hmm. So you want to get your calcium levels up, a couple of teaspoons or you know a few tablespoons of that a day, and it's delicious. Make it, make it in hummus. I don't like it on its own. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair yeah, enough. Rough on its own. Which fair brings me to well, the agrochemicals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the agrochemicals, the glyphosate Roundup, Tordon, you know, two four D. All of these things, they are still in our food. Agent yeah. Orange. <laughs> They're still in our food. Yeah. They're in our ground. You, you know, you're getting sprayed if you go out to the country, and you know, actually, what they're seeing is farmers have worse health, more depression than townies, and it should be the other way around. You think I'm out in the country, mm. you know, fresh air and some of them sunshine. are really aware. Though I've got a good mate who's a dairy farmer. He's very, mm. very mm. Um, aware of um, agrochemicals yeah. and how they're used, and you know, usually because they've been poisoned. So the ones yep. who haven't yep. yet been poisoned yeah. are the ones who are oh, just not aware. They, they don't know. Yeah. So once they've been poisoned, they get it. So I have a friend who got, um, who has ended up in hospital for years, actually after tordon poisoning. And the only way he got out of it was high dose supplements. He said there are no clinical tos- toxicologists in New Zealand in hospitals. In fact, there is this one. Mm. And so how do we know what's going on in hospitals because we're not even testing for this stuff? Yeah, It's not really um, top of the list when you think of what's presented to me with this patient. You don't look at the chemicals. Chemical poisoning. So what about um, what goes into personal care products? Well, it's not quite the same stuff, but it's equally toxic. So a lot of personal care products. So if you think fragrance. Um, aluminium and uh, yeah. Oh, we'll get to, we'll get to aluminium. Yeah, we'll, we'll, call that, <laughs> we'll call that. We'll call that. So personal care products. If you start <coughs> looking at the ingredient list, pe- um, petrochemicals is the top of the list. Mm. Often, you know, it's water and then it's mm. um, uh, mineral oil or paraffin. And I'm like, but you're putting this on your skin. If you ate that, it would kill you. Mm. And we've already seen that's in the you know that's already anecdotally in the in the data you know where someone's been feeding children <laughs> you know at a boarding school oh, I'll just use this cheap oil you know mm. and the kids have all died or you know in hospital not been well <laughs> yeah. yeah oh no there were certainly deaths I yeah. guess they didn't all eat it so it's your skin is highly porous and anything that goes on your skin will end up in your bloodstream and so we need to be using the cleanest 
least toxic products that we can. And yet Extra you virgin olive oil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, so what about the hand, yes. nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, hand, hand sanitizers that we have yes. been cajoled into using? Oh, look, I haven't even brought that up because that's a, that's a that's whole new good. thing, but they're not good. Absolutely they're not, not good. good. So if in doubt, wash your hands good and you don't soap. even need soap. Oh. No, they've done the studies that if you just use warm water, give your hand, hands a really good rub. Are you remember? I remember yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Mm. Give your hands a really good rub. And the, the researcher, the reason she did it was she's like, well, you know, we've been told, wash your hands, da-da-da. And she said, well, I need to see what actually does work. Mm. And she found that a good rubbing with warm water yes. was just as good. Mm. Okay. So what about, here we go on number six, detergents with... Ah, uh, yes. My, my old bugbear detergents. So a lot of laundry detergents have carcinogenic substances in them. So even for a like brightening agent or, you know, so it's all wonderful, fragrance. but <laughs> yeah, the yeah. fragrance, the brightening agents, a lot of them are carcinogenic. And so you can, people, and, and I don't know if well, you can how tell. Much, how but much is left well, on the clothing? You know when you smell your clothing, yeah. you know, I smell, when patients come in, I can smell the mm. chemicals on their mm. clothes. Especially I'm the super, fabric conditioner, right? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a super smeller. I'm a super taster. I can smell the stuff a mile away, mm. and and you know you were talking before about the pineal gland, but our our instinct is in our nose, yeah, so we can smell something coming at us. So mm. I'll be driving down the highway and think something's not quite right, and you know I'll go ten ten kilometres and find you know a car burst into flames. You are a super smeller, <laughs> so, mm. so I can smell it miles away. Yeah. And but the same with the laundry detergent and and a lot of these fragrances. And what's important is to know that a lot of them are made with mineral oil. And it's because you know how you turn lard into soap. It's mm. the same process. You saponify mineral oil to turn it into a detergent. Mm. And so we're we're also washing all of these chemicals down the drain into our rivers and our seas. Mm. And yeah. there is no way to get it out of the system. So not only is it sitting around on our knives and forks and plates and spoons, mm. it's also going down into the water. Yeah. The ecosystem. And affecting. And you think, you know, you th I'm not picking on a race of people, but the Japanese, they spend hours scrubbing themselves with soap. And I look at it and I think, well, where's that going? Well, they don't, you know, people don't think or care. I know, when the Japanese the wash, I know some Japanese wash their dishes underwater, just running water. And yeah. that's how they wash their dishes. Yeah. They go through a lot of water. <laughs> but um, they don't use detergent. detergent. Okay. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. But they use a lot. I've seen them use a lot of soap on their bodies. And, and you know, that, what do you call it, body wash. So, but you know, there's so many fantastic alternatives. Even in the supermarket now, they're a couple of bucks more, and they're, mm. they're you know fragrance-free and they're toxin-free. Mm. They're fantastic. Mm. And just soda crystals. Oh, washing soda. Yeah. Good old-fashioned yeah. washing soda. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. amazing. The baking soda. You can too. put it in your dishwasher. You can put it in your washing machine. Yeah. You can wash yeah. your clothes with it. Oh, I've know. still got it. White wipes. Everything. That's true. Does that's everything. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Really washing soda. Okay, good. <clears throat> so what about aluminium then? Oh, aluminium. We live in the age of aluminium. So it's again, it's a bit like fluoride. It's ubiquitous, but we can minimise our exposure. Uh, so no more pots and pans. They have to go. You cannot use aluminium pots and pans anymore. They were out 40 years ago, and if you still have them, go down to the off shop and get <laughs> something else. Um, Baking powder still has aluminium in, so get baking um, 
aluminium free baking powder tin foil it's not tin it's aluminium, aluminium <laughs> foil yeah so we put it you know aluminium aluminium American. aluminium quite handy foil. to make cats uh, it's injected <laughs> and it's in quite high in a lot of vaccines. So that's what does the main damage. That's the I parts. do think so. So ingested aluminium will is pretty much not absorbed because the body goes, no, this isn't so good. Let's not absorb this. But when it gets injected, it bas- it sticks around and goes preferentially to the brain and the blood-brain barrier mm-hmm. gets stuck. Kind there. of bypasses so that gatekeeper of the yeah. gut, doesn't it? Yeah. They, they reckon it's one of the main ingredients behind neotropic reactions that are maiming people. Eh? Uh, it wouldn't um, surprise me because and, it's and so mercury pro-inflammatory. You get these pro-inflammatory. <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh. That's a whole um, different podcast. And, and deodorant as well. Yeah. So even these crystal deodorants that says, and and listen carefully, no harmful aluminium. So it says no. So you your brain goes no aluminium, but when it reads no harmful aluminium, then you go to the back of the packet and you go, what's this actually made out of? And it's called made out of alum, mm. and alum is elemental like a oh, aluminium yeah. rock or aluminium salts mm. it is still aluminium it still gets absorbed into your system so yeah. those what you can do if you want to clear aluminium out of your body is you use silica water and you drink a liter a day a liter a day of silica water and that will bind with the mm. aluminium and get it out okay does so it taste good delicious Oh, yeah. Does it taste yeah. as good as soft drinks? Because <laughs> some of the things people have got me to drink, mate, I just don't, don't even want to go there. No, <laughs> this is just straight, just normal oh, spring water, but oh, high. Yeah, yeah. You want the high spring water that's high in silica. Okay. Uh, and again, that's there's research that's all completely. Did you get that in New Zealand? Uh, which springs? New Zealand springs. I can't remember. I've gone oh. and looked at the supermarket, and I can't remember now. Okay. Sorry. Mm. Someone will tell you. We'll look it up. It'll be online. We'll check it out. At least you know what to look for. So they won't put silica in soft drinks. What else is in soft drinks that's not good for us? <laughs> I have an issue with phosphoric acid. So all soft drinks usually have phosphoric acid as an additive. And and this is one of the things to avoid. I yeah mm. I'm yeah fizzy drinks. So mm-hmm. it's a normal phosphorus is a normal uh, electrolyte, but mm-hmm. our diet and our soft drinks and our medication are so high in phosphorus and phosphorus and phosphoric acid that we, we're in a phosphoric acid overwhelm or a phosphorus overwhelm. Um, can I just add here for Irish people who may be listening, um, soft drinks, fizzy drinks, they're called mineral minerals over in Ireland. Are they? So that's what they're minerals. called minerals. Yeah. Oh, mineral drinks. It will be the phos- phosphorus actually that you're getting the, the minerals from. So it's actually highly acidic. So, it's, mm. so the phosphoric acid is highly acidic, and if you, um, and the reason it's put in is because of the sourness, which means you can add more sugar, which means you can add more sourness, which means you can add more sugar. Right, so, so more acidic, more acidic, yeah. more acidic. So what happens, of course, is the Coca-Cola that we drank as children is not the Coca-Cola that our kids are drinking now. Right. Much more addictive, and much more sweet. Mm. So phosphate's also added to fertiliser, I know that. We used to yep. add in nitrogen yep. phosphate onto our little farm. Yeah, and and that's why now our food is high in phosphorus as yeah. well. Okay. Oh. So what's next on the list, number nine is? My personal favourite, bras. A bra. So women, yeah, no, I'm no, 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 no. sorry. <laughs> women wear bras that are too tight. Yeah. So 
Again, a lot of research on this, mostly hidden because there's a lot of money in bras. A mm. yeah. lot of money. So bras that are too uh, too tight too uh, with underwires, they, it does a number of things. One is it keeps your boobs too hot. Mm-hmm. And so hot boobs are sick boobs. Yeah. And um, because so remember a while ago we had the um, men when they wore tight undies, undies yeah. they were getting lowered sperm counts. So it's kind of the same with women. Mm. If you, your breasts aren't supposed to be held tight to your body and kept so hot, so the yeah the hotter the breast, the more diseased they are. Wow. Okay. So. I go for um, cotton, uh, soft-fitting cotton bras without underwire, preferably, because the underwire holds the ra- radiation in the breast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also what it does is it reduces the uh, lymphatic drainage yep. of the breast. So then you end up with stagnation and fibrocystic breast yep. disease. And just remember that we were talking about dairy affecting your hormones. They will affect your breasts as well. Mm-hmm. So the, the breast cancer, milk breast cancer... Uh, and particularly prostatic cancer are mm. highly milk related, mm. so and also highly resentment related too. Uh, of course, well we get when we get we'll we'll get to the bottom. Yeah. We'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah. But I said, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> since we're talking about women's problems, I'm mm. going to talk about tampons, mm. and and the problem with tampons is that they, a lot of them, if they're not organic, they're highly chemicalized so mm. the the cotton is sprayed with roundup cotton is one of the highest toxicity um, um, products that we make um, which is things we grow um, and so there's been some really interesting work done on which tampon gives you which cervical problem <laughs> so one particular you know will be more linked with cancer another with dysplasia another right. with something else you know and um, I just came to the conclusion I thought well maybe we should just stop it altogether so there's none so I highly recommend um, moon cups they're amazing um, not as messy as you'd think um, or organic tampons obviously or organic um, sanitary pads I think the moon cup is making a bit of a comeback actually um, no, I think as a cost effectiveness as oh. well as um, caring for the earth as well yeah. not putting that applicator away or the yeah. little plastic wrapping or anything so there is so moon much cups are terrific yeah just, just mm. remind the guys don't, don't look into the in, into the pot on the cooker uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's bubbling away, <laughs> don't lift the lid. <laughs> That's how you sterilise it. You can boil them. Oh, you can boil them. Sorry. What are you cooking? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, other yeah. than that, yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, how so about? Let me just let's stick with the cervical cancer because yeah. I believe that the rise in cervical cancer is directly related to the increased use of tampons. So. I would be really interested in someone doing more research on that and seeing what the data shows I'd like to know how it affects endometriosis as well. Yeah, because any chemicals in there will just leach directly into... Well, it won't help the um, condition, but Mm, make it worse. Fibroids and what have you. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. My next not favourite... You're getting all my not favourites, aren't you? I think... Yep. So canola oil, um, this has been touted, canola oil has been touted as this, you know, fabulous healthy oil and it is nothing but, so it's mm. cheap, it's nasty, it's ubiquitous 
It's solvent extracted, so there'll always be residual contamination. And sadly, most these days is genetically modified, so it's going to be contaminated with glyphosate and whatever else they're pouring on it these days to avoid, create avoid, the growth avoid. of it. Yeah. So it's just cheap, but it's ubiquitous, so it'll be in your fried foods. It'll be in, you know, because basically any, yeah, yeah any, um, any junky food stuff that you buy. Will, Fish will. and chips. Well, fortunately, our fish and chip shop uses lard. Good cool. old-fashioned lard. That's why the chips are so good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but also what you'll find is if people are using canola oil at a fish and chip shop, they will get sick because the fumes are actually poisonous. Oh, right. And I've had to do... A friend of mine bought a fish and chip shop and she's like, oh my God, we're all sick. And I was like, did you do what I told you and change over change from canola oil? And she said, I forgot. And immediately they changed mm. and it, they were a lot better. That's so amazing. So just breathing mm. it. Well. Toxic. Toxic. Okay. And so what should we use? Soybean oil? <laughs> no. Let's <laughs> use no soybean oil. We The, the issues are the same. Um, and so... I avoid so- soybean oil as well, as much as I can, and instead I use uh, coconut oil, I use extra virgin olive oil. Um, the new latest, greatest thing is perella oil, which is the Asian, what the Asians use. I read, so- I read somewhere um, not so long ago, and I, don't ask me where it is, because I, I don't know, um, that um, extra virgin coconut oil is... is primo. The, the, is the primo, but because heat-treated coconut oil has a, has a compound in it that um, weakens the blood-brain barrier and can, can predispose you to stroke. I haven't Apparently. heard that. I haven't heard that either. I would be interested yeah. in that. So, um, that's, yeah. So be aware of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Look it up. Look it yeah. up if you're interested. Well, it's interesting too because, you know, for a long time, you know, there was a lot of uh, anti-coconut oil and I think... It's because the people who you know who make canola oil have got a ton of money, and so they will find it's data. A political it's a thing. Pol- yeah. 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 Oh, oh, well, maybe you know they, they, there's that that's gone all the way through history, isn't it? With sugar, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the sugar wars and you know the manipulation of all the people way way back in the day with sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, overriding health. Mhm. So um. Remember the stack? Have, have you seen the those docos from sugar. ABC? The, 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 two, the two docos from ABC, one was on sugar and one was on statins. Uh, Australian Broadcasting Corp- Corporation put it out a few years ago and, they, and the first one was on sugar and the history of sugar and how it's sugar that's creating heart disease and not, mm. not, not um, cholesterol. Mm. Um, and then they were, the next, the, the next docker was going to be on statins mm. and, and um, they got shut down. Oh damn! They weren't, they weren't allowed to air it on <laughs> no. on TV, so it went on. Of course, it went on YouTube, and, right. and people started copying it. And now Nothing you just to look, look up, up now. Yeah, look up ABC statins and sugar doco. Yeah. Um, from about I think 2011 somewhere around there. Uh, it's it's always up there. You've mm. just got to wait a couple yep. of days, and someone else will put it up. You know. Oh, okay. But it's really it it's really yeah. informative. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like fast food is not too good for us. Oh, crunchy crap. we love it we love it it's full of energy highly addictive yes I think you know once a month you know you have a packet of chips or something um, but that's it it's a treat and not 
and not even a weekly treat. Mm. So it watch never out. fills you up the way. It's, it's never fulfilling. <laughs> <laughs> you always get to yeah. the end and you go, oh, I want they, more of that, but I don't feel full. What's the little bit of advertising that says, bet you can't eat just one. It's like they know that mm. you can't just eat one mm. because it's so addictive mm. that you have to keep going. Yeah. So watch out for artificial sweeteners as well. Again, you know, we've been hoodwinked with this one. Absolutely. It's all bad news with artificial sweeteners. Yeah. They're, they're, like, yeah. they're like really rotten and mm. I don't know how. They're, it's because they're drugs. They're actually they are drugs. drugs. Yes. So right. MSG is the same because it works on the brain and the artificial sweeteners are very similar. Mm. Mm. So what about stevia? Yeah, That's fantastic. Right. That's yeah. a nice natural one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even dates. Strong. I mean, Dates, still oh, high in sugar, but yeah. Oh, that, uh, what's the Revive cookbooks? Have you seen that? The Revive cookbooks always uh, give you a whole heap of things to prep with, and one of the things is, is to, you know, um, half a cup of dates with a full mm. cup of water blended up. And, and that's your you that's your sweetener, that's yeah. you know, for your all your Golden meals and things then. if you need mm, that. That's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. natural. Mm, love it. Love okay. it. Okay. I can't keep enough dates in the house for mm. my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a little known one, and I'm going to share it with you because you're not going to hear this anywhere else. So iron, elemental iron. So we've all heard about how fantastic iron is for us and how much we need and yes. and women need tons of it and when you're pregnant your iron drops through your boots so you have to take t- iron tablets. So it's added to wheat bix, rice bubbles, cornflakes and things like that. But what is added is what we call elemental iron. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like you going out and eating some dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so we need plants to convert dirt into... Um, bioavailable hmm. stuff, yeah, iron, whatever, magnesium. So when you eat elemental iron, it is incredibly toxic. It's yeah. actually carcinogenic. And Dr. Nancy Werner got me onto this a few years ago, hmm. and she said I've seen it where you know someone's been given iron tablets because of anemia, and within a month they've got cancer. Hmm. And I'm like. That's pretty weird because actually we we feed our kids kiwi kids are wheat bix kids. Yes. If it's not wheat bix, it's cornies, rice bubbles. And when it says you know iron added or enriched or mineral is added, it will be iron. What about fluoridex? Uh, fluoridex is um, is a herbal. It's a herbal yeah. or yeah. That because so you know that's really good for pregnant women that have low yeah. iron. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Didn't? No, but I can I can tell you more about that in a minute. So, yeah. so iron and its toxic is toxic in its elemental form. So we need it bound to an organic molecule as it's found in food. Um, there's also a, an illness, a disease called hemochromatosis, which yeah. Paula will know, and you too. So it's the, the damage that is done to the liver by mm. the iron ele- elemental iron or excess iron. So it's more of a problem in males because they don't use up their excess iron the same women do, yep. same way women do. <coughs> but it damages the liver to the point of no return and also then that causes diabetes. So we don't know how much of our diabetes is a hemochromatosis issue because we don't really check for it. No, you don't. Mm. That's true. So, yeah, just read all your ingredients and if it's got elemental iron in it, and if you're pregnant, do not take elemental iron. Take the fluoridix, like um, John was saying, or uh, eat liver. So would it be would it be um, fair to say that type two diabetes potentially is reversible if you um, focus on liver health? 
as a foundation. Focus on more than just your liver. You know, obviously Sorry. you do, but I mean, if you find <laughs> from that, if, if there's a lot of damage in the liver from hemochromatosis, um, yeah. and then that leads to di- type 2 diabetes. It's actually out of my field. Sorry, yeah. I don't Definitely know. something worth doing as well. It's something it? worth looking Nothing into anyway, wouldn't it? Hemochromatosis, you have to donate blood to get your yeah. lion yeah. or lead. Right. Yeah. 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 Every time I, uh, a prescription came through for iron, I would advise the customer to increase the protein intake, so to uh, increase eggs. Iron. So protein, iron is, if you imagine iron as the molecule, the elemental iron molecule being like a tiger, it gets into your body and it causes havoc like a wild tiger. Hmm. Protein puts a little cage around it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it keeps the tiger where it needs to be and it transports the tiger to the right place. And then it can't create the free radicals, which mm. which the iron does as in elemental form. So Good analogy. Increasing your eggs. Yeah. Nice. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and your protein powders. Yeah. Well, protein eggs shakes are, Eggs are probably yeah. a nice way to do it. Organic, free range. Happy oh, yeah. eggs. <laughs> okay, so this is a bit. Of, this is a, no, it's not so much controversial. When I was a straight osteopath, and even when I was a not straight crooked <laughs> osteopath, um, I the natu- you know the naturopaths were always saying you know stop milk and dairy, stop milk and dairy to all their patients, and I was like, oh these guys, that's all they think about. And then I actually started looking into it and reading more, and I'm sorry, I've had to agree. Mm. Wheat. Wheat and wheat germ are actually um, toxic to a lot of people. Mm. So, so the worst, you know, the worst case scenarios, of course, is your celiac. So, I know yeah. people who hallucinate on wheat. You know, full on, their house is burning down. Kind wow. of hallucinations. So you get schizophrenic uh, in the realms of schizophrenia and a real yep, psycho. That's what I'm thinking. I'm um, thinking uh, there's well, a lot of undiagnosed celiacs out there, and the wheat, the the wheat and the wheat germ. And of course, you know, if you're in the psych ward at, at the hospital, you that's all you're bloody getting. Yep. Yeah. And so it does my head in that we're not testing people for this. Mm-hmm. And wheat germ uh, glutenin is a, is particularly bad. So we think gluten's bad, but actually wheat germ and glutenin is even worse. So it's funny how my mother eat. back in the day, yeah. she she had terrible problems with her joints when we were living in Africa, and and one of her main main remedies was wheat germ oil. So <laughs> that she was oh. probably adding to that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the putting fuel, fuel on the fire. Yeah. Fuel on the fire. So, um, <coughs> if you're going to eat bread, eat a white sourdough. Right. Will be the least, okay. least harmful. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to give up bread altogether. Sourdough bread in Ireland is hugely popular. Yeah. And I know during the lockdown, a lot of people were learning to make sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. I actually noticed even some Kiwis were making it, which yeah. is mm-hmm. a new thing for us. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a little hint for making bread, and that is put a teaspoon of vitamin C powder in. Mm-hmm. Just adds a whole new dimension to your bread, makes it crunchy and rise up, and right. absolutely nice. tastes spectacular. So cool. there you go. Okay. Alrighty. Now you might not head on to environment. You might not have so much control over these particular issues, but you can do your best, and that is high tension power lines, cell phone towers, Wi-Fi, and all the 3G, 4G, 5G. So 
we can't always That's avoid about all of this. Podcast worth it. I know. <laughs> so I'm just going to make it super quick. Yeah. Turn your cell phone off at night time. Turn your Wi-Fi off at night time. Mm. Um, move your bed away from the wall, even just to kind of get away from that 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 little radiation hotspot on your um, on your three-point plugs. Um, and and if you have to, ask your neighbours to turn their Wi-Fi off at night time as well, because mm. you'll be doing them a favour. Also, smart meters. Bad news, they put an enormous amount of radiation into your house. Yeah. And there's, John was just talking about it earlier, where we, uh, there's ground waves. So yeah. these wind towers are producing ground waves. We can't all move out to the country, but, you know, we just... Well, if, if, you're not, if, if you're listening and you're not sure what a ground wave is, it's the technology that was used uh, back in the day to communicate with submarines. Um, so they'd send a ground wave through the ground um, and be picked up by the submarines at sea or you know, um, just other forms of communication. So it's quite a powerful wave that comes up through the ground uh, and, and it can be really disruptive on your concentration mm. um, and your body in general. So um, there are, I'm, I'm not, I've got to do a bit of research on the frequencies of that. I've just got to um, look into that a little bit more, but um, they are quite disruptive. Mm. Um, as are all cell phone towers and, and, and now come into 5G even more so, which mm. we won't go into that now. That is a whole yeah. Yeah, hold podcast. Bang. <laughs> yeah. and um, it's blooming hard to avoid so, all this. So yeah. just be aware if you are really sick and you, and it's just sort of came on relatively suddenly and you notice that maybe you are worse when there's lots of radiation around, um, try turning everything off, but then also if you need to, um, go stay somewhere else for a while and see how you feel mm. out in the country. Look out for it as well if you're listening on Facebook. There's there's a photograph going round of a smart meter um, and the damage it's done to a fir tree right next to it. And it's basically killed half of the fir tree. It's dead. I saw Have that. Seen that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, the, the, so the, 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 ones, the, the side closest to the smart meter is dead and, and the far side's okay. Yeah. Um, that will give you... pretty s- telling. And it's about a metre away, isn't it? Yeah, no, the tree, not the even there. Yeah. It's close. Mm. Um, so this stuff's real, eh? Even though we can't see it, it's having a significant effect on our bodies mm. and mm. our minds as well. Mm. Mm. So the next one is one I'm really, really interested in with endometriosis particularly okay I've been looking at the plastics issue for a few years now and um, there's an interesting book called Our Stolen Future which you've probably heard of um, and that is the endocrine disruption effect of plastics and so it's this molecular mimicry so it looks like estrogen or you know some other hormone so they work in, in minuscule amounts in our body we only need tiny amounts and the research shows that we're eating up to a credit card of plastic a week. And and so that's just plastic getting into our food. So mm, same thing, try and avoid um, drinks in plastic bottles, things wrapped in plastic. Um, and I know it's hard, you know, because then you end up with glass and glasses. It's a set of problems. But, but that's so much better. It's so much better. And glasses um, is... Uh, recyclable, you know, it's constantly recyclable, mm. whereas plastic kind of loses its um, life uh, lifetime after a while. So I I keep my plastic to an absolute minimum if yeah. I possibly can. And it is. I was looking into endometriosis and the um, phytoestrogen phytoestrogen effect mm. on women's cycles, mm. and there are papers all about that. And mm. our plastic use has gone up exponentially. Mm. Mm. 
So and the, so has endometriosis. Yeah, and fertility has a massive yes. effect on fertility. Yep. So and that's again that's what we're seeing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, my favourite. <laughs> I've got lots of favourites. <coughs> Refuse the blessings of the pharmaceutical industry is the heading of this little topic. <laughs> what a lovely way to put it. <laughs> so, you know, you've got vaccines, painkillers, antibiotics. Um, and they what they all do is they just push your disease deeper and deeper into your system. And I realise that sometimes you have to take painkillers and sometimes you have to take antibiotics. Do you? I don't know. Well... My thing with people is I go, okay, let's say up to this point you've taken antibiotics for an illness. Now it is time to go and find someone you trust who can help you not have to fall back on antibiotics. Right. There are so mm. many options. There, there are many, Strengthen many your options. immune system naturally so you can cope. Sometimes yeah. Yeah, but even in the acute, acute yeah. phase, there's so many options. Yeah. High yeah. dose vitamin C. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that next. Think. Um, but really? even you know, if you some people say, oh, I only take it when I get the flu. I'm like, you know, Panadol. So we think of Panadol as pretty harmless because you can buy it at the supermarket. Eight Panadol will nearly kill you if you take them at once. If you yeah. take them at once. But even if you take two plus two plus two plus two over the course of the day, which is perfectly mm-hmm. legitimate, it will do liver damage. You do that three days in a row, and you're in hospital you with liver damage. Yeah. yeah, not everyone, but depends how big your body is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I need to take an aspirin, let's say I've got to go to the dentist, and you know, and the appointment's not for a day or two, I will take a quarter of an aspirin, and that works. So I always start with the least amount mm. and work my way up. So if a quarter of aspirin works, why would I take two? Mm. So the less on the back it says take two, the less and repeat. Mm. The less <laughs> drugs you take, the less you need to take. Yeah. Yeah. So sure, I'm particularly interested in alternative. Um, suppressed and repressed uh, Mm. therapies and remedies and um, it's amazing what I'm digging up now. Now the more people we can talk to about it uh, on the podcast the better, eh? Absolutely. Mm. So how not to die from cancer? (laughs) Oh, that's a great statement too. uh, This is my friend um, Brian Maskell. So he he got a cancer diagnosis at 50 after his Tordon altercation his altercation with Tordon <laughs> and, and his many years in hospital fighting for his life so mm-hmm. he ended up with cancer and as did his son-in-law so he did a lot of work and he contacted Metagenics and he contacted all the amazing people around the world who mm. were working with nutraceuticals and um, integrative medicine and his prescription is this 5,000 units of vitamin D3 a day yep uh, liposomal vitamin C, that wonderful, wonderful liposomal vitamin C, five milligrams per day. If, if you look that up on YouTube, it teaches how to make your own. Yes, and I'm looking ah. for an ultrasound machine to yeah. help make my own. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yep. looking into that yeah. myself. There is nothing like it. You know, you can take normal vitamin C and think, meh, and then you take liposomal and you go, whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Quite feel different. better already. You yeah. know, it's, so, it, it's so fast acting. Uh, it's so effective it's cause it's with the bioavailability. So I, Intravenous I, vitamin C is doing very well and there's a terrific clinic mm-hmm. in Tauranga that offers that yeah. service. And, um, and for some people, yeah, and for some people the liposomal is almost as yes. good. Mm-hmm. So it's just good to know that if you can't necessarily get IV vitamin C yeah. that this will do the trick. Yep. 
unless you're really sick. Uh, liposomal glutathione sachets, two mm -hmm. a day, and that is to detoxify the liver, really, isn't mm -hmm. it? You're the expert. Um, and ubiquitol, ubiquinol or coenzyme Q10, 400 milligrams per day, and that's basically for you to get your mitochondria working. Mm. And, and some people will say all of these serious illnesses are mitochondrial mm. illnesses, mm. so it's energy production in the cell. Six cells, yeah. Um, and magnesium. So we're all, it seems we're all low in magnesium and we all need more. We need more yeah. bananas. I thought there was potassium. Potassium. You have bananas too, if you like. Shut up. Magnesium. Well, in our stressed-out world, we do go through yeah. a lot more magnesium. We yeah. burn through it, and we're not replacing it like it we is. could yeah. do. Okay. So, do you have a do you have a prescription for magnesium? Um, not off the top of my head, but I know it just gets stuck into your vegetables. Nuts have mm. magnesium in, don't they? The just off the top of my nuts. head, I can't remember, yeah, but I know you can't go wrong reason. with vegetables, and if they're organic, well then they don't have the phosphates yeah. all over them, and yeah. you know mm. we start coming back to eating food that's worth eating, mm. eating like Granddad ate. Now I think we're on to 22, but that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one of the things, the, the the heading of this little slide is sort out your shit, and so <laughs> <laughs> it's basically do the emotional work. Do the mahi, you know, we think we're going to collapse in a heap because we're starting to look at our issues, our pain, the wound of the wounds that we've been carrying since childhood. And actually that doesn't happen. Mm. We don't collapse in a heap and be completely dysfunctional. You feel lighter, clearer, mm. you're less reactive, That's you have better amazing. relationships. So it's it's not easy, but once you get going, you would never go back. Mm. And we all work with people at the emotional level to help their physical health, yep. all of us. Yep. Mm. Um, so the emotional work is so important, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And mm. then, um, and, and, and on top of that, or instead of, or whatever you can do, is also meditate 15 minutes for twice a day. Right, yeah. Mm. And 15 minutes twice a day is incredibly doable and there's plenty of meditations I know I've got a couple on my website there's plenty of meditations out there that you can pull mm. off YouTube yeah mm. nice so Falun Gong is a good thing Falun Dafa Falun Gong look that up Falun Gong dot org oh dot NZ yeah. Deepak Chopra does them yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's a that's a five exercise um, meditation process it's really good very easy mm -hmm. very easy yeah it's actually banned in China they'll, they'll execute you for doing it so when I found that out, I had, got to, be I had to I had to go and research it. It was like, <laughs> what is good. this? Okay, so well, you do, so you do that. Do that. You Occasionally, do that? yeah, I'll yeah. get up and do that. In the morning, and you feel yeah. makes you feel good. Um, it does. It's actually um, it, it energizes you quite um, quite effectively, and also gives you the last um, position is a meditation position. Hmm. So it gives you it takes you about half an hour, and um, so I'll do twenty minutes of the first four exercises and in the last 10 minutes just do a little bit of meditation in the, in the final position. Is it a little uh, bit like Qigong? It's similar movements to Qigong but there's there's only five specific I like easy. I yeah, like it's simple. very easy. I like easy too. I find it hard powerful. to be disciplined to do yeah. the meditation every day. Yeah. Um, so it is a discipline then it becomes a way of life. Yeah, I don't, I don't beat myself up though mm. if I am no. I'll just pick up where I left off another day, you know. So. Well, that's incredible. That is a lot of stuff that we actually have the power to do on our own. Yeah. We can actually take the reins of our health back, yeah. which is 
mm. really empowering and that is part of being healthy so thank you Tracy thank you, thank you Tracy well I, I like the idea that you because you can't tell every single patient all of this so mm. if they overwhelming can, yeah. yeah and if yeah. they can just go oh yeah I can pick off pick a, couple a couple of those yeah. Yeah. do that this week next week I'll try the next one yeah find alternatives the things that you love to eat instead of dairy, for example. Mm. You know. So you said there is um, uh, support and links you can show for all of this work? It's all, it's all researched. Um, the only thing I can't really show so much is the link between iron and cancer, but <coughs> you talked about it from a... Um, from a, a, a free radical, point, free of radical view. point of view. Which is pretty radical, you've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so these are all easy to Google yourself. You don't yeah. actually need me to give you that data. Okay. Because it's all Do on it there. Do it yourself. Find Google. out your own research. There's no excuse for not doing it, really. If you want to find something out, just ask the questions. Stick it in Google. Yep. Well, thank you, Tracy. That's fabulous. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks, Thanks for inviting me. Bye. 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 Bye.